Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More. Welcome back to Alive for More. There are a lot of things that we enjoy in life. Things like books, movies, television shows, or music. And, you know, today we're just going to share some of our favorite stuff. My name is Father Nick Ventura. I'm joined by my friends in the studio, Kayla Walton, Brendan O'Rourke, and Trisha Casson. Trisha, could you start us off with prayer, please? Of course, Father. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this opportunity to speak about you and your beauty. We pray that we may respond to your promptings uh, with generosity and love. We pray this through the intercession of Our Lady as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Clair, pray pray for for us. St. Gabriel, pray pray for for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Tricia, for the opening prayer. And how beautiful it is that you asked for the intercession of St. Clair, because St. Clair is actually the patron of um, television. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we look mm-hmm. at our media, oftentimes we can we can just see um, almost like an inundation of unholy things. And yet there is still truth and goodness and beauty out there within pop culture and within media. And so I think today we're just going to talk about um, good experiences that we've had with whether it's movies or TV shows or music and kind of give our approach and maybe even make some suggestions for, like, family Friday night movies. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to give suggestions because, I mean, I'm just going to talk about my favorite stuff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie, Father? Some people, they can't name, they have to name, like, five. Do you have, I like, have, five? Do you have, I have, you have one, one favorite movie, and you guys are going to make fun of me for it, but it is that... Something nerdy? <laughs> no, actually. Uh, well, maybe. Um, I had as a kid, a fascination with Peter Pan. So it's not the Disney movie Peter Pan, but the Robin Williams movie Hook. Hook. I love that movie. Um, Hmm. I haven't seen it in a few years because I I always try to, I don't try to watch it all the time because, you know, if you watch too much of a good thing, kind of get bored Mm -hmm. of it. But I love that movie. That's probably one of my favorite movies. Hmm. That's definite top 10 for me. Top 10, good. When it came out, it got terrible reviews, but... It's so good. It's such a good reimagination of the story. And every time I watch it, I, I feel like I'm like six again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you're a child at heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Brendan, what's, what are other movies in your top ten? My number one, it's been number one for, well, since I saw it. Um, and it, I didn't see it till I was allowed to see it. So it's Fargo. It's a kind of a darker comedy by the coen brothers um i don't even know if you guys have heard of it i've never i've heard of it but i've never seen it it. it's uh i don't know why i love it but i just (laughs) love it um fargo hook uh i thought the uh Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, The Dark Knight. The, ba- are just the Batman movies are pretty so awesome. Good. I know we're all talking about like guy movies here. I know. Here. I the two girls say, here right, are like... Here in about a second, I'm going to interject and uh, bring in some flowers and roses and perfume. <laughs> Wait. <No. laughs> all right, fine. But, I mean, there are a lot of great movies out there. Another, I mean, and so often people get hung up, especially me being a priest, that mm-hmm. like I'll name some favorites. Wait, you can watch that kind of stuff? And like, yeah, I enjoy good movies if they're actually mm-hmm. good not not just uh 
um, trash or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's something too, as we're you know getting ready to talk. Well, not getting ready to, but really we're talking, talking about, about it, yeah. right and <laughs> talking about movies and TV shows. I think that the most important thing to keep in mind is you know does this glorify sin? And if it does, that's the barometer that we need to have because. You know, we could watch a movie um, based on like a wartime and it may be rated R and it may have a lot of violence in it, but it's not that it's glorifying sin. It's, um, you know, telling a story about that. And also, you know, we need to look at the fact that in this room we are 26, 27, 29, 30, you know, and so we also have to keep in mind that, you know, we wouldn't a movie that we would see. We I probably would not show to my 10 year old sibling. Um, but just keeping in mind, does this glorify sin? If the answer is yes, then why am I spending the time watching it? And um, Kayla, that's an interesting point, too, because you can also mm-hmm. enjoy certain things just for an insight into the human condition. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be always. I mean, yes, there's certain mm-hmm. movies where it's like, all right, this this is just glorifying sin. It's mm-hmm. not really anything worth watching. I mean, there are movies I won't even watch because just like there's nothing redeemable about right, this. Right. But there are some movies where one would watch it where you wouldn't necessarily recommend to say, you know, um, your own, your your students in your school mm-hmm. or like say in me, I wouldn't recommend it in a homily. But I would still, like if I were talking to someone says, have you seen this? Again, yeah, I really liked this XYZ part. And if Trisha. there's ever a question, I believe there's something on the um, UCCB. USCCB mm-hmm. website, yeah. yeah. Where it, they will, you can look up a movie and uh, you can read if the church says it's okay to watch, correct? Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it is okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Brendan and I were both just chuckling at it because sometimes it can come across as too like delineated at times. But there, it is a good litmus test. I don't test. know what that word means. Uh, <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> too, too spelled out in a way that makes it like too black and white about a lot of stuff. A great litmus test is actually Father Robert Barron's, well, they'll now Bishop-elect Barron's, um, Word on Fire website because he does a lot of movie reviews and he gives a good, just like a snapshot, even if it's not a movie that is necessarily on a good topic, he'd say, mm-hmm. no, this is a great example of this uh, thing. Kayla, Trisha, did, did we get to your favorite movies though? <laughs> no, no we not haven't yet. yet. We just kind of stuck. But- uh, my favorite movies make me alive for more. And <laughs> you're listening to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Um, that was probably the cheesiest segue I could give into our name. But my name is Kayla Walton, and I am joined in the studio with Father Ventura, Brendan O'Rourke, and Trisha Casson. And we're just, you know, talking about our favorite movies, music, TV shows, and just everything in pop culture. And um, I would say the last seven or eight minutes have been extremely male-dominated with their movie choices. <laughs> so we're going to, you know, put a little sprinkle of, like, Disney dust. Um, no, not Disney, Disney movies. <laughs> but we're going to maybe be a little less uh, masculine. And I would say that... One of my favorite movies is um, I really loved The Phantom of the Opera. The The music was absolutely the amazing. The most recent, the one that was yeah. done like within the last 10 years? Uh, yeah, I'd say 10 years. Do okay. you know I've never um, seen that movie? I have never seen okay, it either. The music is absolutely impeccable. Like, it is beautiful. Impeccable? What does it impeccable, impeccable mean? Impeccable means... Um, since you're and doing vocab tests here. Not able yes. to be pecked apart. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like absolutely superb. Like, it's the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber music yes, still. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yep. The music's amazing, so. It's so you good. You can't ruin it. Yep. Storyline a little, uh, but music so good. 
Um, but I also love the Chronicles of Narnia, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's not the first one. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which I believe is like the second book it's in the th- series. It's third book. Third book in the series because it started with the Magician's Apprentice. Yep. And just all sorts of yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm well, a nerd. I've been told. <laughs> um, but I I love that movie. I do. I love the movies. Uh, I'm one of those people who can't pick. I don't watch movies that often, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I do, The Secret Garden. Do you guys oh, yes, I remember oh, The Secret yeah. Garden. That came yeah. out when you were like in kindergarten or oh, something. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Birch. Did any of you watch Simon Birch? Yeah, that came out oh, a while ago. A we long were time ago. It was, like, it was about the, the, the young man who uh, was um, really short of stature and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Oh, it's sad. It's a, it's yeah, a so it thing. has a sad ending, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, a Walk to Remember. Oh, yeah, any with of me you boys are here. Brendan is giving me the worst smirk. My head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the song. Thank you, Thank you for singing. <laughs> that's a really somewhat innocent love story, though. It's sweet. And it's really um, sweet. what was my fourth one? Oh, I don't know. Obviously, it's not too much of a favorite. Well, it, you guys didn't even. Did you mention a Disney movie in that? Not no, one. we didn't. Nope. We yeah, did not. Guess the Disney dust doesn't work then, right? <laughs> well, I meant, you know, more of like the feminine, oh. lighthearted dust. Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. Is that a Disney movie? No. No. Just my <laughs> Okay. What? I think but they it, did produce it. It doesn't matter, though. Yeah. I think that, you know, instead of, uh, I guess, us just listing off all these movies, maybe we could just dive into why these are our favorite movies and really um, just to kind of bring to light almost like the redeeming quality of these movies. Even and, though, and Kayla, I think the easiest one to do that with is with the Chronicles of yes, Narnia, Lion, Witch, yes. and the Wardrobe. <laughs> yes, I love that movie. Yeah, but um, you know, it's just so easy to see. I mean, to kind of personify Aslan as mm-hmm. um, the savior. I mean, just as C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia, wasn't Catholic. Mm-hmm. He was actually Episcop, not Episcopal, Anglican. Episcopalians in the American Church, uh, Anglican over in England. And, you know, he was actually contemporaries with the writer of The Lord of the Rings, J.R.R. Tolkien. And so Aslan kind of represents um, the savior of mankind. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of like the easiest plug. Yep. Yep. And it basically, you know, it goes, if you haven't seen the movie, I would highly recommend it. But, you know, there's this one part where um, the name of Aslan is said, and it's my favorite part in the book where... Um, you know, the the author really just explains everyone's reaction to hearing the name of Aslan. And it makes Lucy feel as if it's like the first day of summer. Mm-hmm. And it makes um, Edmund feel a certain way, too. And when they get to, um, or is it Edmund, the one who... Yeah, the one who falls away and then comes back. Right. So, but then for Edmund, you know, it, it created almost like a sense of fear in him. And I actually, you know, that I took that to prayer because... You know, when we hear the name of Jesus, what does it do to our hearts? And like to the sinner, it creates maybe a sense of anxiety. To someone who has fallen in love with him, it can create a sense of reassurance. And so really, you know, just taking that to prayer of, you know, the, the parallelism between them, their feelings of the Aslan and the feelings hearing the name of Jesus. It was really, I loved that part in the book. And Kayla, that's pretty uh, amazing when you can talk about that sort of things, because it's only in the human race, in human existence, that we kind of see deeper things presented in an art. Like, you don't see um, birds putting on plays. They may make beautiful (laughs) sounds or something (laughs) like that, not to kind of do this to a nature show, but, you know, but they're not coordinated. They're not trying to paint a picture 
They're not trying to make a story out of it. It's just noise for them. Most of the time, it's just to get the attention of other birds, not necessarily to convey ideas or thoughts. And I mean, that's really what we're kind of hitting at here as we're talking about all of our favorite movies and or music or stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and you don't have to like stuff just because, okay, there's a Christ figure in it. I mean, you yeah. can probably find one in most movies, but mm-hmm. we just enjoy beauty, you know, mm-hmm. and all of it does point back to the creator um, who is our ultimate satisfaction, our ultimate enjoyment. But there's, some, you know, there's just something about a good story, whether it's in a movie or a book or just good music. And again, it's hard to like explain this. It, why do you enjoy mm-hmm. that? Well, because, you know, there's these synapses firing in my brain mm-hmm. that send these good feelings in my body. But it's much more deep than that. You know, yeah. it, it's in our it's in our soul. And these these sounds. Uh, I don't know. See, I can't. I can't explain mm-hmm. it. But. It's, it's almost too hard to articulate. But also, there's it doesn't have to be just like a profound movie. It could just be humorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, Brendan, you might remember this. What did you do to me in high school a lot when I'd be like the drinking fountain? Um, yeah. Wow. So, so, Brendan, would you like to tell this Father story? Father Nick's uh. last name is Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> so this might be... This reference might be a little out of date, but so there was a movie called Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Jim Carrey came out in the early 90s. That came so, out when I was in kindergarten. Just okay. <laughs> so then I was in like third grade, uh, fourth grade, and... <laughs> Kayla's like... <laughs> so everybody called Father Nick Ventura Ace growing up, and then there's a scene where this guy <laughs> comes up to Ace Ventura, and he says, Ventura. And then Vin- Ventura says... Yes, Satan. So that's what I would do as a senior I mean, in high school. I mean, as a senior in high school, you'd come up to this freshman and he'd turn... Now, every time I come up to you and say, Ven- Actually, no, I don't think you trained me. You just came up behind me and said, Ventura. <laughs> and I just went, yes, Satan. <laughs> and, and then I knew I liked you. <laughs> or just had yeah. an easy joke. Sorry. But, I mean, just as a side note, humor can also be an important part of things that we enjoy. Um, and, you know, that laughter allows us to make us be alive for more, which you're listening to on St. Gabriel Catholic. Radio. My name is Father Nick Ventura. I'm here in the studio with Trisha Casson, Kayla Walton, and Brendan O'Rourke. And we're talking about, you know, things that we like in media, in art. We haven't really touched on really television or music yet. And I kind of would kind of want to shift it, like what kind of, especially music. Mm. We can talk about, I don't really like TV that much, so I don't really watch much TV. But music. I know, Brendan, you play you play guitar. Music is a pretty big part of your life. I know this is about to make you cringe. I My favorite radio station is actually um, after St. Gabriel Radio. Is... <laughs> oh, great job. <laughs> good, good save there. Good save there. Thank you. Um, is When I just want to listen to music is like a, an alternative station. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention other radio stations on the radio. So I will just say I just enjoy certain radio stations in Columbus, which... I know, Brendan, we had a discussion before about why an alternative radio station that plays independent, independent air quotes, music. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so music. What kind of music do we enjoy listening to? Not, I mean, I know we like praise and worship music. A lot of us can relate to that. Or we've had a show on, you know, religious music. But, you know, just contemporary music. Um, I don't know. Whenever yeah. people ask me that. I usually just pull up what was most recently played because it is It's like, what kind of music do you like? I don't know. I like all of it, but it has to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, 
So just for our listeners, Brendan has out his iPhone. So we're going to... My iTelephone. Yep, his iTelephone. And we're going to get a treat. So and, Jason Isbell, who is... Uh, he would be considered kind of country, but not pop country. So I really like him. Um, I do have Hillsong I listened to recently, which is Christian. Leon Bridges, which is a, a younger dude who's doing kind of a revival of uh, soul music and... Let's see. My Morning Jacket. I don't know if you guys have heard of any of these bands. Uh, Mine's kind of embarrassing. I just pulled out my iPhone, too. Yeah, I pulled out my iPhone. Except me. I just like to point out, I haven't pulled out my, my smartphone. I don't own yeah, an iPhone, so. Well, I mean, I'm not going to list off who's on mine. Um, but. Okay, look. Come okay, on. fine. All right, fine. Um, there's Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. There is a, um, one song by Rachel Yamagata. Who uh, um, is that fight song? Is, no, oh. no, no, no. That's uh, that's Rachel Platten. Um, Rachel Yamagata is almost like an indie artist, and I don't know her other songs, so you can't quote me on this one. Um, so, but Elephants, she wrote a song called Elephants, and it was really good. Um, I have some Lifehouse, some Rend Collective, Matt Carney, so Ingrid uh, Michaelson. So, anyways, the yeah. whole point in me at listing off these songs yeah. is. That they are, you know, why do we love these songs so much? And it's because they elicit emotions in us. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I'm super excited about going out and like seeing some friends or seeing my family or going on vacation, I'm going to listen to like a super fun song. If I'm having it, like if I'm going running, I'm going to listen to an upbeat song. If I am, you know, whatever it is, like songs have the power. Not I don't want to say the power because that's weird, but they have it, um, the capability of like eliciting emotions in us like for example if i go to work out i'm going to listen to an upbeat song exactly right but you don't work out i do too work out <laughs> what are you trying to you're trying to call me fat <laughs> trying to call a priest fat i'm sure it's been done before <laughs> i'm sorry i just put brendan trisha uh my playlist is lady antebellum ah, i'm a country girl that's country right yeah 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 um uh uh young lady who graduated from the same college as me her name is elena bordeaux and she's really it's like a folky christian music um but i also really love this musician named brendan o'rourke and he, i listened to his cd on oh. brendan could you tell us about our cd you produced and sang for yeah it's wonderful well i i mean i've played church music um for 10 years played guitar for a long time and i don't i've tried to write songs but it hasn't been successful so a friend Aaron Richards and I just recorded an album of uh, contemporary church music, and we did it live with a group of people, a couple hundred, because we really wanted to capture that. Um, So you can download it for free if you go to brendanorourkemusic.com. Can you spell your last name for us? Yeah, it's O-R-O-U-R-K-E. Could you also sing, or would that be... Completely. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Okay. Not with the, I don't have a guitar. <laughs> it was just gonna give you a little bit of it. So I'm. I don't normally say this about people, but I think Brendan has the most beautiful male voice I have ever heard, and I'm not really just saying that. So seriously, you need to. Check I also that. don't mean to embarrass him, but my mom has always worked in the school ever since we were, you know, in elementary. So she's heard Brendan sing, and she knows Brendan. And every time his name comes up, she always says he should have tried out for American Idol. <laughs> he should have tried out for American Idol. And, I mean. <laughs> And I know this is a, a lot of good stuff, but there's also a bit of history with Brendan and the three, and actually all four of us here, mm-hmm. even with uh, Joel, who wasn't able to join us today. Brendan was part of the group that kind of 
brought uh, uh, brought the faith alive at Fisher Catholic when we were in like formative years. I just still clearly remember we gathered in the chapel to sing. I mean, the biggest thing was we were singing together with music. And Brendan, the reason why we also brought him along the show is because he was a big part of that. Oh, of course. Um, I can so- honestly say I encountered one of the ways I encountered Jesus, and especially when you know my conversion was first was um, was so new and fresh, was through Brendan and um, the music that he was able to play for Jesus. So I'm just so grateful that he gave that talent of his back to the Lord, and how the Lord has used it ten million times fold mm-hmm. um, through just reaching the youth still today. We recently were at Catholic Youth Summer Camp, and um, Brendan was leading worship, and I was just thinking, you know, like. What would it be like if he wouldn't have given that gift of music back to Jesus? Um, and just how grateful we are. Yeah. So, uh, in a public way, thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah. So. You guys are welcome. Thank you. That's all <laughs> very humbling. And um, yeah, thanks. And I think I remember because uh, yeah, I, you know, I played all through high school, like coffee shops, and I was hoping to, I don't know, make it big or something. And I remember I had my my conversion experience to Jesus after I graduated high school and then this that summer and then I remember coming back for a retreat at my high school as a freshman in college and and somebody's like man you just like gave it all up for Jesus and I was like I I had never stopped to think about that because Jesus presents to us so much more it's mm-hmm. it, you know St Paul says I count it all as rubbish and um he gives us immeasurably more than we ever give up. Yeah, and you know, the Lord reaches out to us through things like that, through music, through art. I mean, what we're ultimately getting at here um, is, you know, truth and beauty ultimately lead to the Lord. And when we're attracted to these things, in a sense, the Lord is revealing a facet of himself. He's much bigger than, you know, what we try to portray him as in popular religious culture. I'm not saying that he, when I say he's bigger than the church, I'm not saying the church is somehow an additive Mm -hmm. or unnecessary. It's an integral part. But in a sense, like his expression of who he is, is so much bigger than just, you know, Sunday worship. I, you know, I'm not a very artistic person. Mm -hmm. And I remember the Columbus Metropolitan Museum had a Caravaggio exhibit, I don't know, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I went and I remember looking at one of Caravaggio's paintings and just thinking like, I can't believe somebody, a human being like me, can do something like this. Like, there has to be a God. I, you know, mm-hmm. it really did lead me to God um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, encounter him in a way like, wow, like, we really do things that are out of ourselves. And, and how, how do we get that done? How, by only the grace of God. Yeah, and it's a gift from God. These gifts are made, uh, are given to us by God for that greater glory. Um not in the sense of like God sitting up there saying, mm-hmm. oh, I just want you guys to praise me. But, you know, it's it's so much more than that. So much more beautiful and more complex and yeah. wonderful. And I, I think, though, that he does want us to praise him because, I mean, obviously he wants us to praise him. But he knows that in doing so, that's where we'll find complete fulfillment and complete happiness, which is mm-hmm. what he desires. So, you know, our Lord has provided these avenues for us to do that because he desires our greatest good. And he desires that we that we will be happy with him forever. And so, you know, with with glorifying him and praising him, that's where we find true happiness, which is what he desires. So it's not necessarily praise me in a selfish way, but praise me because that's what's going to 
be best for you, yeah, you know? Because we're made in the image and likeness of God. And I mean, uh, Brendan, I know you've probably experienced that in countless ways in your experience with playing music around the diocese and stuff like that. And Sure. Yeah. And uh, we can sometimes approach music, um, especially like contemporary music as like, okay, now we're going to worship. But um, if you, you know, especially in the Old Testament, worship is never just a one thing it's it can't be separate from a whole life worship primarily is a sacrifice and so it has to be our whole life being laid down so it's not like certainly we we go to mass we go to church to worship god but um we don't like do worship i think and i think worship isn't necessarily a genre of music you know you don't Mm -hmm. need a guitar to worship god (laughs) Louis Giglio says, all you need is a cross. And he doesn't mean like a physical cross in the room, but you need the cross of Jesus. You need the blood of Jesus to worship God. And that's what it's all about. Um, Yeah. And I mean, the the aspect of worship isn't just limited as we're just kind of implying here, not just to the the hour long span of time on Sundays, but it overflows into the rest of our lives. So when we appreciate like the art and beauty in movies, music, uh, different sorts of expressions of human creativity, in a sense, you can turn that towards worship. We can do that very easily saying, wow, Lord, how great you are. You know, we did a show on spiritual reading, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Um, but let's talk about how we experience God through fiction. And fiction, unfortunately, though, as much time as we've spent on music, we haven't le- left much room in terms of fiction. Though we kind of touched on it with Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. You know, what? I so think we'll we save just the Harry Potter debate for another. Do we all have Harry a favorite book, Potter? though? Uh, I have too many favorite books. Um, but I think the Harry Potter debate is something for a later time. <laughs> but Brandon, so. did you have a favorite book? No. One. Yeah, there's a lot. I think with books, it's really hard to narrow down it really one. Is. And like with movies, I judge it on when I finish this movie, this book, do I want to, how soon do I want to go back and read or watch it? And Unbroken was a book that came out oh, yeah. five or six years ago. And as soon as I finished it, I wanted to start it over. Um, so it's about Louis, Louis Zamperini. It's mm. historical fiction, so. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, maybe we just need to do a show on books. And <laughs> yeah. you've been listening to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We're going to close in prayer, offering thanks back to God. Um, Kayla, would you close us off in prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirid, amen. Most blessed Trinity, we thank you for the gift of our lives. Lord, we thank you so much for the gifts that you give us, whether it's through art or music or television shows. Lord, we pray that everything we meet, that we do may glorify you. Lord, we pray that you may be present in all of our good actions so that we may be drawn ever closer to you. As we pray, our glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady Queen of Peace, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in next time. May God bless you. Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com. Veni Sancti.